0: Now it's time for Half Hour to Health on 107.7 The Pulse.
1: I shall not feel good.
2: Good morning and welcome to Half Hour to Health. I'm Dr. Stephanie from Crossroads Chiropractic, and we are talking concussions this morning in the studio with us advocate and author Amy Zellmer, and also Brooke Mills, my daughter, and founder of National Concussion Awareness Day. Thank you, ladies, for being with us. Thank you. So I wanted to start off because, Amy, you are in the studio. You're from Minnesota, but you're actually literally in the studio with us today, which is really exciting because you were in Concord this past weekend and you were speaking um, at the Manchester Public Library about your Not Invisible campaign.
0: Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so I started an awareness camp- campaign called Hashtag Not Invisible, Putting a Face on Brain Injury. And the premise is that while concussion and brain injury are an invisible injury, um, the person dealing with it is not. And they often feel very invisible and alone and isolated because it's such a misunderstood um, injury. And so I started this awareness campaign, and I am photographing survivors, and I'm sharing their story through their image on social media and on my website. That's amazing. Now, you're a survivor yourself. How long ago was your concussion? February 2014. So I'm coming up on six years. Wow. Yeah. And you've written two books. Yes. Tell us a little bit about your journey. Yeah, so I fell on the ice uh, February in Minnesota. You guys get black ice here, so you guys understand. Um, But I was out. I had my dog out with me. I have a little four-pound Yorkie. And I actually had picked her up because she was refusing to walk that day because it was so cold. (laughs) And um, I should have listened to her. But I had her in my arm, and I stepped on a patch of black ice, and my feet just went right out from under me. And because I had her in my arm, Um, They think I kind of instinctively cradled her like a baby to protect her and land it full force on the back of my head. And it just started a long journey of something I never, never imagined. So what are some of the symptoms that you had following your concussion? Um, Immediately when I got up, it felt like somebody was stabbing me in the head with a knife. Um, And that didn't like relent for almost two years. I had a lot of short-term memory problems, um, a lot of vision problems. Like I could see, but like things just always felt kind of not quite right. Like if I looked at something far away and then up close, like it was hard to refocus my eyes. Um, I later learned um, that it was an eye tracking issue and that my eyes weren't tracking together. Um, But that was really challenging because I was a photographer. So when you use your eyes for your for a living, you're very in tune with your vision. So that was a really that was probably the biggest challenge for me was the vision issues. Um, But then dizziness, balance problems, I'd constantly walk into like the door frame or the wall or or the chair because you just kind of misjudged your depth. Um, So yeah, just lots of, you know, I probably had all of the typical symptoms And when you compile them all on top of each other, you know, it adds – it leads to a lot of anxiety and depression and isolation.
2: So what was the treatment that you found that worked the best for you?
0: Well, it took me – two and a half years of going to anybody with neuro in their name. Um, And I kept being told, oh, you just have to give it more time. There's nothing we can do for it. Um, And then eventually I found um, a doctor who specializes in functional neurology. So he looks at the whole system, not just, you know, one individual component. You know, like the neurologist simply was looking at the brain and the cardiologist was just looking at the heart. Um, He looks at the entire system. And he was the one who um, figured out my vision stuff. That my eyes weren't working, that I had nystagmus, and that's what was causing a lot of my dizzy, imbalance problems. So,
2: yeah. So it was a long journey for you. It was a very long journey, and now you're here in New Hampshire. You shared, I am. you shared your story and and your campaign, and you've also done a a lot of work throughout the country. Mm-hmm. Where are some of the states you've
0: traveled to? Oh, gosh, I've been to a lot of states. That's a trick question. Um, <laughs> I've covered a lot of the Midwest. I've been up in New England. I've covered a lot of the states up here. Um, I just keynoted in Vermont this past week. Um, I have spoken in Maryland, Washington, D.C., uh, the Midwest, I've, uh, the Southwest, like Arizona, California, Utah, So as you
2: travel around, what do you think is the one thing that
0: people misunderstand most about brain injury? Yeah, all of it. No, um, (laughs) it's very misunderstood. You know, we often, and you know, and and movies and television don't help because you see someone get a concussion and... They're back at work the next day, right? Like it's so misportrayed on TV. You see athletes back on the field the next week. Um, you know, they just shook it off. And so there's such a misconception that you should feel better in a couple days or a couple weeks. And in reality, a lot of people will struggle for months or years. Um, and I just really think that that part is really misunderstood. And the level of fatigue that comes from dealing with all the symptoms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Brooke, you've
2: been raising awareness of concussions since your concussion. Was it also in 2014? It
1: was March of 2014. <laughs> you guys were just <laughs> destined to meet each other. Apparently, I, I didn't really piece it together until I just heard her say that that we had it very, very close to each other where our lives completely changed the path that we were That we were on. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now, you're coming up on almost
2: six years as well. Yes. What has um, life been like for you in more recent years? Because you struggled in the early years after your concussion. But have
1: you still seen effects of your concussion even three and four years later? I definitely continue to see effects of it. I think the biggest part of it for me was how it affected my scholastics. So I was only 14 or 15 when I suffered my concussion, and I was out of school for a long time, and I was that straight-A student that it completely slipped, and I was struggling to keep my grades looking good and struggling with my memory and not remembering all of my classmates and the inside jokes that we had, and my teachers not being, um, very aware of what was going on or understanding of why I couldn't do all the busy work or I couldn't look at the screen for a really long time or use the smart board because it really messed with my, with my eyes and my head. So I've seen how it really affects me in school because I'm not a person in the workforce. Now I'm in college. I'm in my third or fourth year of college right now. <laughs> I'm looking to become a chiropractor just like you and um, I continue to see that I have problems with my memory. Memorization is my least favorite thing in the world and I have to do it every single day. Um, so it's a constant reminder that I had a concussion.
2: Mm-hmm. Now you just re yourself since being in South Carolina. Yes. Total accident. What happened?
1: I, um, I was visiting some family friends and kind of babysitting two of the kids while we were at the Great Wolf Lodge in North Carolina. Um, and if you're not familiar with what the Great Wolf Lodge is, it's like a log hotel, that's really fun for kids and they have these little wands but they also have water parks and so we were in the water park and um, one of the younger girls dumped one of the small buckets of water on me and it was a lot more forceful than I thought the water was going to be and I kind of ducked my head down and walked forward into a pole really quite hard it made that like ringing sound like I felt like I could have been in a movie where I went boing, <laughs> and I immediately had this huge egg on my head um, and my concussion from years ago I was kicked in the head so I had a black eye um, so both of my concussions have left me with some visible um, <laughs> injuries but most of the symptoms I felt were the dizziness, the headaches. I've also been super nauseous ever since that, um, that headache, that head injury where I never felt nauseous from my first concussion. So that was probably the biggest thing that differed between those two injuries. But I saw the headaches and the memory issues come back even worse
2: and you also noticed that then you were noise sensitive this time cuz i remember you talking to me saying was i really it's so noisy in here
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes it was a water park and i actually do remember it being super loud always in the lobby and everywhere cuz it was a hotel filled with children um and i just wanted to leave because it was so loud um but also with my first concussion i didn't have that noise sensitivity i was mostly sensitive to light um but I still enjoyed being able to listen to music knowing that it didn't give me a headache.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, it's a good point to notice that no two concussions are the same and mm-hmm. that the symptoms can really vary from person to person or from concussion mm-hmm. to concussion yeah. in that same person. Mm-hmm. Um, so you started National Concussion Awareness Day four years ago. Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about that because that was, just happened last month.
1: Yes. It's on the third Friday of every September. I chose a Friday because I was in high school, and it was always kind of the Friday football games, and I felt like it was a great day to be able to get into schools for students to be able to be talking about concussions and why they need to be taking them seriously. That was one of my biggest missions as creating National Concussion Awareness Day was to have people sit at the dinner table and talk about it and to share their story on social media so that other individuals were aware that their friend or family member had suffered a concussion and that they were more aware of the signs and the symptoms and those other individuals who had suffered a concussion didn't feel as alone and they got to hear some other unique stories. Every single concussion story is so unique and quirky in its own way Um, and it's important to share that when we're not always sharing those negative impacts that happen in our lives on social media mm-hmm. now people can
2: see some of what people shared on national concussion awareness day on the facebook page which is national concussion awareness day yes on facebook
1: mm-hmm. you can also search the hashtag national concussion awareness day on instagram and it'll show every um, post that anybody had posted hashtagging national concussion awareness day
2: Awesome. We've got to take a break. We're here on Half Hour to Health and we're talking about concussions with Amy Zelmer, an advocate, and Brooke Mills, also a concussion awareness advocate. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.